Welcome back to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast, episode 59. Today, we're going to talk about some tips to help you increase your late season sales. Welcome back, everybody. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Moltan, and today we are going to talk about late season sales. Uh, September is here. The weather's cooling off. Kids are back in school. You can buy pumpkin spice, pretty much flavored anything everywhere. Everything. everything. I think I saw cereal even. It's, it's literally <laughs> everything. Um, yeah. So it's been a long summer. We know you've been working hard um, and sales can kind of start to wind down a little bit this time of year. Um, but in our minds, instead of kind of, you know, sitting back and sipping those pumpkin spice lattes, uh, you really should make one last push to get, get some good sales in here at the end of the year. Yeah. And, and the reason for this is this is the time of year most landscapers start to make a what we call a true profit. Um, and what we mean by that is, you know, you've been working hard all summer, been making profits and all those jobs, and all those profits that you've been working for all season go towards paying all your overhead. So that's including all your, you know, your NIPSCO or not NIPSCO around here is NIPSCO, sorry. Oh your yeah. gas, your electric, <laughs> right. You know, all your all your main bills that can't really get directly billed to a customer. Um all those profits go to paying for that. So and now it often takes until this time of year to have that kind of like if you totaled up all of your overhead at the beginning of the season, it it literally takes this long in the year to pay that all off. Yeah. So, so you think you might be making money on individual jobs, but you're really still just paying your bills. Yep. So now this time of year, most or all that should be pretty much paid off. Yes. And now you start actually putting money into the bank and it, it's going to stay in the bank because it's not going to yes, get paid out. I like to call it the money in your pockets. And yep. so all the profit profits in your pockets. And so, it, yes, if you, if you, if you really push to get to just squeeze in some more of that work here at the end of the season, you, yes, that's all yours. That's for keepsies. You put those, yep. that, those profits are yours. So yeah, instead of like Katie said, sipping on that Starbucks pumpkin spice latte or go hunting I've or ever, fishing. I don't think I've ever had one. Eh, I don't either. I'm not I've had one. a pumpkin spice, Spice or pumpkin pie Dairy Queen Blizzard, so you can maybe tell. No, they're good. They take well. You don't like pumpkin pie, but anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Maybe we should try (laughs) them sometime. I've never tried one, but instead of sipping on that or you know taking the time to go hunting or whatever you do, you really need to keep pushing and pushing your guys all the way till you can't work anymore. And if you're fortunate enough, not work work your people into the ground. Just work until (laughs) don't slack off at the end of the season. Yeah, Um, just work until the season wherever you are tells you that you, the weather tells you you have to stop yeah I, well you sound like you're like work them to the grave crack that Rude. whip crack that whip Rude. no you, you have to keep working you have to keep pushing and yes. instead of taking time off and you know now oh, it's getting cold out we'll call an early day you know you need to keep pushing if you well, can so yes and just keep yourself booked up with jobs yeah. like just keep don't stop selling now because yeah. there are still plenty of things you can do um here at the end of the season. So, yeah. So today we're going to kind of talk about some of those things that you can keep doing to help increase those sales and, and keep people coming in, keep jobs from or keep jobs coming in. So, uh, one of the first thing is actually just go out and talk to your current customers. Um, and current customers actually past customers. So if you did a landscape job for somebody last year, give Touch them a call. Base. Yep. Give them a call, you know, swing by your friend in the area um, I, I like to do that personally. I like to talk, you know, swing by and personally go talk to them, but, you know, give them a call, find out, you know, if they're happy with everything, how they're doing, you're kind of just building that personal you know, relationship with those people by just staying in touch with them. 
And then, you know, find out at the end if everything's good, you know, if, hey, you just keep us in mind if you need any other work done in the future or, you know, if you added on some new services. So if you decide to start doing, excuse me, any landscape lighting, you know, maybe, hey, just let you know we're starting to do landscape lighting. If you're interested, you know, keep us in mind. Just kind of throwing that out there. Um, and it's just a good way to, like I said, keep in touch with the customer. Um, like I said, I personally like to go stop by the house because when you're at the house, you can see things, you know, see things that they may not see. So you may see that downspout bubbler that's, you know, should be installed or that tree that's rubbing on the, the roof or, you know, wherever that you can be trimmed up. Um, there's a lot of little things you can see just by walking the people's property that they may not see. And just little upsells you can do that's put money in your bank. Yep. Um, the next one is basically training your employees to keep an eye out for those things. Yeah, the kind of the same things that you just went over. Yeah. Um, but then, like, if you're not out, not out on every job, then your foreman can come back and be like, oh, hey, you know, they really had this, you know, squishy downspout. It would be great if you could, you know, if we installed a bubbler and extended it out, whatever. Yeah, and th this is really great for your maintenance crews because you may not be out there all the time. You may go about, you know, see those jobs, you know, once or twice every month if or every two months or whatever it is. So you may not see everything. These guys are out there day in, day out. They know. They see those dead plants. They see those dead trees. Well, then whatever. they know I want, like, they know the trees that are eye pokers too. Mm -hmm. So that's one yeah. thing that you could sell them on, like, oh, hey, you know, just pruning up your trees because yep. my guys are getting their eyes poked when they're driving the mowers around it. Yeah, or that, that patio that, you know, that could be pressure washed and resealed or, you know, uh, you know, putting new sand in, whatever it is you need to start teaching your guys to keep an eye on for these kind of things. So um, that's number two. Uh, next one is actually just start asking for referrals. So when you finish job or even if, I guess if you kind of go back to the step one where you say contact your customers, ask those people if they know anybody, you know, they have any friends, family, or, you know, anybody that you know could, you know, use our services. Yes. Just ask them. You'll be surprised that, you know, oh, you know what? I did have somebody at work the other day was talking about needing this and that. Um, it's just another way to, you know, get out there. Yeah, word of mouth is, that's, we got so much work, just word of mouth. Yeah. That was yeah. really the, our main driver behind sales. And so, yeah, yeah it doesn't hurt. Um, you know, and we've heard some people, some landscapers do offer uh, discounts or, um, you know, money off of their next service. So if, you know, this customer you've been doing stuff for refers you to somebody else, you offer them a little discount on their next service yeah. or whatever you can do we that. Really ever do that we never right? did that we just ask people for you know if they know anybody and it's always worked out well for us so mm -hmm. um now the next two we're going to kind of go over are ones that we actually have personally never done but we've heard people in the past couple of years talking about this yeah we were actually fortunate enough to stay pretty busy we yeah. didn't have to push the late season sales too much we ours was always kind of like oh crap how are we going to get this all done before the season yeah. gets we kind of had the opposite problem but you know, yeah. consider ourselves fortunate. This one, this, this first one we're going to go over is one that I've heard for a long time, I guess, but we just never really it, had to do it. And this one makes sense. Yeah. So basically all those estimates you did all summer long that you did not end up getting the job for, call them up and see, you know, if they still need any of the services or, you know, perhaps they had somebody else do it and it didn't turn out the way they wanted to, or, you know, something went wrong. Um, maybe you get a job off of that. I can see it happening. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I've talked. I talk, I know I've talked in the past. My older sister gets a lot of work done, and she is currently having a deck issue. Like, she mm -hmm. is having so many 
problems with this debt company. And it's not that their work is bad. It's just that they, they don't come out when they say they're going to come out. It's been like two months. They just, they yeah, come out. it's a small deck. It's, yeah, it's not that big. Yeah, yeah, it's just like on her pool. And they come out and they do a little bit and then they go away. Like they do just enough to appease her when she calls and complains. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, if she had a company that, that she'd gotten a bid from, call and say, are you happy? She would say, hell to the no. And she would drop the current one and have yeah. somebody come finish it. Yeah. And, you know, one thing too is maybe, you know, they people didn't understand or didn't realize how much a job may cost. So you may go out and bid this big hardscape job and they may not realize, oh, you know, it's going to be They thought your price was crazy high, but yeah, then, then they, start, they see what kind of work they're getting for cheap. Yeah, and then they start realizing, well, oh, you know, it's going to cost more money. I need to save up some more money before I can do anything. So, you know, staying in touch with them, know that they know that you're still interested and you might be available next year or even whatever it is, but just you're just keeping that touch with that customer. Um, so. Yeah, and even for like maintenance contracts and stuff like that, just kind of. Yeah, and I, I think too, like I, I can see or some people might be embarrassed if they hired somebody like your sister, they hired somebody else mm -hmm. that company didn't, you know, meet their needs or didn't do what they were supposed to. And yeah. they're kind of embarrassed to call you back. They don't want to, you know, it's kind of embarrassing. Oh, I should have hired you in the first place. So they don't want to call. Right. So. But no, I guarantee if somebody called my sister right mm -hmm. now, she would break the contract with the current ones yeah. and go with them just because she's that irritated with them. Yep. So like I said, just contact all your past estimates you did and just start, you know, open that conversation up with them again. Yeah, no, this one to me seems more reasonable. I don't know. The next one I get, you say that you've heard and you've read yep. that it works. I don't. Yep. So the next one is actually contacting people that have fired you. And yeah, this may sound a little silly, but I can see how this can work. I can see um, this in some circumstances. Yeah, not Maybe also. like maintenance, um, things where they're like, oh, I can get somebody out here to mow my grass for 20 bucks. And then yeah, they realize so that those people are crap or something. Yeah. So that kind of thing, I mean, if somebody, you did something obviously very wrong, you may not want to, you may want to skip yeah, that yeah, one. But, yeah, I would, I would definitely filter through those. For, but I wouldn't call all of them, but you can maybe kind of, some select ones. Yeah, but you can call them up and, you know, if it's something minor, you know, you can just apologize and tell them how you have, you know, put systems in place or whatever it is to prevent Improved whatever it did. upon whatever. Yeah, so it won't happen in the future and just, you I know, guess. tell them you'd like you'd to earn their trust some, again. I don't know. You'd have to really... I don't know. You think you mm -hmm. could do this one? Or am I just uh, too proud? No, I would do it. If I if I really need to work, I yeah. would do it. Okay, see. That's um, and what I mean. actually read, actually I read this today, that 20% of the people they called, they were actually getting jobs. Okay, and I can't back good. that up, yeah. but that's just what I've read on a, another site. So yeah. um, I, like I said, it's it's something there, just but it's just another way you can kind of get me, some work. Me and my so. giant ego will be over here with no work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Got to keep hustling, so... <laughs> So those are just some five tips we had today for you to kind of help increase your uh, late season sales. sales. Um, we actually did another podcast on this, and it's actually episode 15. Um, so it does have yeah, a couple more ideas. if you want to go back and listen to that one. Um, it just seems like a timely topic every time this time of year. Yeah. Just to remind everybody, just keep hustling. Just keep going. I know, you know if you've had a long season, you're tired, but now is not the time to slack off, especially yeah. if you want to have all those dollars in your pockets. Yep. So thanks for joining us today and have a great day. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please head on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review today. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button while you're there. If you're ready to take the headache out of running your landscape business, head on over to milliondollarlandscaper.com and check out the Academy program. It's where we compiled everything we know about running a landscape business in one convenient academy.